Hey everybody, so before we jump into today's podcast, I just wanted to A, thank you guys, give you a little bit of a reminder. If you enjoy this content, however you're watching it, consuming it, please like, follow, subscribe, whatever you gotta do, comment on it if you can. Leave us a review, it really helps us out and it can help grow our platform and reach more people. And if you know someone that can benefit from this, please share it with them. If you have a question, if you wanna reach out to us, let us know. And then lastly, we have all of our amazing programs, courses, and coaching available in the resources below. So check that out, definitely take advantage of it. We have everything from free options all the way up to paid programs and everything in between to fit pretty much anyone's budget. And it's just a matter of how customized it's going to be based on the price point. So there's really something for everybody. Thank you guys. Let's get on into the episode. All right, what's going on fighters? Mike here for the Life of a Fighter podcast. So today I'm really excited because we have an infographic that we've actually gotten from Precision Nutrition because we're working with them for their with their pro coach system that we've been able to implement for you guys, our members, and the audience. Um, so they're, they're going to be giving us a lot of content throughout the next year. So we're just going to be giving that to you guys. We're going over a different podcast, putting it up on the blog. So make sure you're constantly checking that. We're going to be emailing you guys with new stuff that we've gotten. So just keep checking on the content stuff. It'll be there, social media, all that good stuff, at the life of a fighter. All right, guys, let's dive right in. So today's topic is calorie counting debunked. And to be honest with you, I like the topic and I agree with the general concept of it, everything that they're saying, but I think there's also, you can't just one-sided, you know what I mean? There has to be a two-sided conversation. So what I was thinking is, and I'll leave it up to you guys, the audience, is we'll go through today's topic and then like off the top of my head, I know of a couple studies that even talk about uh, calorie counting and across the board when they had someone counting calories, they would actually see better results than those that weren't tracking their calories. Not even if it was because the calorie counting was accurate or quote unquote healthy, but it was just giving them another bit of, I guess, information, another variable, some part of their consciousness of paying attention to it on another level. So I think there's a lot of value in that. So I I figured we can even look up some more information seeing across the board, calorie counting, how healthy, blah, blah, blah. I could do like the opposite side of today's topic. So you guys give me some feedback on that on social media and all that good stuff. And we can go into that next episode. So going into today's, the first topic or the first little breakdown of it is going to be the cost of getting lean. Then we're going to go into the problem with calorie counting part one. Then we're going to do the problem with calorie counting part two. And then we'll finish up with the portion control guide, which is kind of the the answer to I guess the the problem or the issue being presented in the original part of this episode, okay. So the cost of getting lean is it really worth the trade off? So we're talking about the idea of what's healthy, what's not healthy, and to what scale or what part of the spectrum do you want to go to? Because there's unhealthy is obviously shouldn't really be on the spectrum obviously we want to be as healthy as possible at least healthy to, to have a good life quality of life and i guess that changes for all of us so you have to kind of define that but when we're looking at unhealthy people uh we're talking about for men 20 percent body fat or higher for women 30 percent body fat or higher okay across the board that's just going to be unhealthy for you for a bunch of reasons okay and when we look at athletes, 
there's not going to be very many, if any at all, athletes that are going to be at this body fat percentage, okay, for training reasons, for just nutrient intake reasons, for a lot of factors, okay. Um, obviously, poor health, we're going to have low energy levels. Uh, more than likely, you're going to die sooner. So they've shown across the board, obviously, that when you have a lower body fat percentage, and even if you're eating less, you're just going to live longer. So that's going to be a big aspect to it. And for the most part, you're going to probably need some form of medication that's going to be foreign to your body for a bunch of factors. That's not good. And anytime you have to take something, showing that your body or immune system or other parts of your body aren't working where it should be. So your body has to pick up that slack or come up with another solution. So for the most part, not the best. Okay. And for the most part, unhealthy people are going to be eating more processed foods eating bigger portions, and eating quickly. And honestly, I got to be honest with you guys, I eat so fast. That's been like the biggest habit I've been trying to work on, believe it or not, is eating slower and just not gorging myself when I do eat. The only time I will even to the slightest let that happen is post-workout. And it depends on the workout, obviously. But across the board during the morning, day, and at night, trying to really hone in on eating slower, enjoying the food, and not eating as much. So even I'm, I'm, you know, I've got some things, even though I would consider myself healthy, and even if you look at the stats across the board, body fat wise, I'll probably be considered healthy, but I just still have my own bad habits too. Okay. So, and they're gonna, we're going to do less uh, exercising throughout the week. You're going to eat less whole foods, especially probably vegetables. Um, and you're going to be sleeping less, okay? Whether it's because of stress, combination of hormones, chemical signals that are going on in your body, all these other factors and environmental too. Like I, I feel like th this isn't exactly a study. This is not what they're saying, but just from my own experience, I feel like anyone that's successful for the most part is healthy or is at least doing something right to be healthy. They may have little habits or certain things that they could improve upon, but anyone that's really successful at their craft, I would say 80%. There's going to be those people that are successful at their craft, but they don't take care of their body and the rest of their life because they're so focused on that one thing. That 100% is there. But for the most part, really successful people in whatever it is they're doing have an awareness of their health and are going to be healthier. Okay, so now when we look at progressively moving towards the healthier scale, healthier, going to different body fat percentages, we look at you know 15 to 20% for men, 25 to 30% for women, then we have 13 to 15% for men, 23 to 25% for women, 10 to 12 for men, 20 to 22 for women, 6 to 9 and then 16 to 19 for women. Those are the breakdowns through the healthy spectrum. And then when we go to unhealthy again, at the other side of the spectrum is less than 6% for men and less than 16% for women. Okay, so this is all in the infographic. I'm not going to break down all of this because that would take a lot of time. And I want to kind of go through these uh, bullet points and just kind of show you guys what we could be dealing with here and kind of give you a little review on the infographic. Okay, so... I'm not going to break down each individual one. So the next idea they talk about is six-pack abs, a look behind the scenes. They're just breaking down the idea that you guys got to know. Everything you see in a magazine, movie, all that, we all, I mean, we should for the most part know this, and some of you may not, I don't know. But that's not real, right? It's based on what's real, but there's going to be touch-ups. There's going to be, especially with computer technology now, the way you can shape things and move things and shade and even just lighting tricks. All of that's not going to be 100% what you see, okay? So that's just something to keep in the back of your mind to make sure that you're not getting like misled by advertising because that's the whole point. It's a huge industry for a reason. 
Okay, so we're going to break down the next phase of the surprising problem with counting calories part one, the calories inside of the equation. And the biggest takeaway from this that I think they bring up that's a really good point is that there's a pretty wide margin of error for counting calories. So you may think you're eating, let's say, um, 80 calories because you're having a medium apple, but really depending on the size and if even if you measure the diameter, it's, it's still going to be tricky the way they calculate anywhere from 80 to 120 calories. So there's a little bit of a margin of error there. Same thing with foods across the board. And that's a big important thing I think they bring up to keep in mind, but also for us to realize, yes, that is important, but we still got to be somewhat aware. And they, we have other habits to implement to kind of battle that, whether it is eating slower. Because if you're eating slower and you're taking your time and you're picking good foods, by the time you're 20 minutes in, you should be getting full. You shouldn't have really done too much damage as far as volume or quantity, okay? You should be pretty much about 80% done with your meal and being able to at least stop at that point, okay? But that's a whole nother topic for a whole nother day. So that's a really important idea. And then we don't absorb all the calories even when we, let's say we figure out how much we're eating, we're not necessarily absorbing all those calories. That's a really important uh, part of the topic I think that we should pay attention to and just think about for a second, okay? So some calories are going to either not properly get digested or not get properly absorbed and dispersed into your body for energy, okay? So if we look at a gram of protein, that's going to be, let's say, four calories, but let's say five we're going for five point, we're getting the technical amount. Okay, guys. So we're going 5.65 calories for a gram of protein. We're absorbing four calories, but we're not absorbing 1.65. Okay. Now we look at one gram of fat. And again, this is based on uh, precision nutrition has their own uh, partnerships. They have a bunch with Google and they work with different universities. I think Toronto, because they're based out of Canada. So they use a lot of independent studies to back this. They have it cited at the bottom. So if you guys want to check that out, look at the sightings. It's, it's all there for them. That's why I really like Precision Nutrition too, because the uh, level of academia they have or access to, I think brings a lot of credibility, but also the mindset and the real world application from all the way from the founder down to all the coaches on board and, and even uh, all the content that they have and they have their authors do, they all have experience in it that they can speak firsthand for, okay? They're not just in the academia setting looking at numbers. They're actually in the real world applying it, seeing it firsthand, which is important. All right, anyways, so I said all that to say, okay, validate a little bit of these numbers. So you got one gram of fat, 9.45 calories. You're absorbing nine on the dot and then you're not absorbing 0.45. Okay, so again, this is just to show, and then we got a gram of carbohydrates, 4.1 calories, you're absorbing 4 calories, 0.10 are not getting absorbed. It's to show you that there's a percentage of your calories you may not be absorbing, okay? And this formula is not going to work across the board either. It's not saying everything. So they give the example of nuts and seeds, okay, that we're going to be absorbing even fewer calories depending upon what the item is. So you guys might want to check that out. What I thought was interesting is that for almonds, you're only absorbing 68%, or it's shown that they only absorb 68% of the calories, okay? And that's why people like almonds as a snack. If you talk to, like, a lot of bodybuilders or even fighters, um, they really like almonds as snacks when it comes down to cut weight because it gives you something to munch on. It gives you a little bit of energy, but you're surprised at how much it can fill you up and satisfy you. And I think it's because of those, you know, you're only absorbing 68%. It allows you to get leaner so your body can still burn off the rest of your fat storages or what, what you really have left. 
Okay, so that's that part. And the error margin goes about 10% on average for absorbing and calculating. Okay, now when it comes to just calculating the calories, it's up to 50% margin error. So just keep that in mind. How to prepare food changes calories load, uh, the calorie load. So this is a really good idea or a good topic to cover as well. The idea that when we cook things, changes the calories. Okay, so whether we're uh, boiling an egg, cooking a steak, or preparing a potato, you're going to see a jump in calories and actually going up. They're increasing. So an egg goes from 47 to 74. A uh, piece of steak goes from, let's say, a 200 piece of steak goes to 240. And then so it's gaining, you know, 10 to 20 percent. And then a 100 calorie potato, when cooked, is going to go to 193. So you're seeing an increase in anywhere from 22 to 91 percent in the calories because of how you're preparing it. Okay, so just again, that's that's I think that's really important. Um, and then now we talk about individual absorption and everybody's different. So whether you have like leaky gut or some kind of gut health issue, your, your body's obviously not going to be working properly or at its optimal level, or you, you're actually, you do have good gut health, that's going to be different. And then even when we look at the genetic factor, everyone's going to be a little bit different there as well. Okay, so this is a really important idea that I think they bring up too, because I'm a prime example of this. People aren't great at eyeballing portion sizes. Okay. Like they, they have a perfect example in here. Anyone that knows me knows this is hundred percent me. Um, they have a peanut butter scoop and instead of having like a nice, like level tablespoon, it's a big glob of peanut butter, which is, that's what I do every time. And I, at this point, I'm actually, I've just adapted where I know it's like, that's obviously not one tablespoon. I'm counting that as two. I can just kind of, I'd rather highball it than, come up short okay and they just give a couple different examples and the idea is especially when you're hungry if you're just eyeballing without measuring or at least having a reference to another actual object you're going to be off okay so that's an important thing to keep in mind as well so then they talk about putting it all together they give you a bunch of uh, little bullet points there and then we dive into a surprising problem with calorie counting part two and you know what? We're actually starting to run a little bit over for time. So I wanted to give you guys a little bit of a change in pace. Only do about 10 to 15 minutes an episode and just go through some quick things. So I'm going to save this part two for an actual part two. We'll do that next episode. And then depending on the response from all of you guys, we can think about going into the opposing side of the argument and uh, kind of go from there. All right, guys, I appreciate the time. Have a great week. And we'll check you next week on The Life of... So I just wanted to say thank you guys again for watching, listening, consuming that episode. If you guys enjoyed it and you haven't already, please like, uh, please comment. If you haven't reviewed, please leave a review. If you haven't followed or subscribed, please do that as well. Again, it tremendously helps us out. And then just a quick reminder, if you guys want more resources, we have them below. We have our programs, everything from free all the way up to paid and kind of everything in between dial in with the customization and we have more information on different programs and resources in our newsletter. So if you haven't signed up for that, do so below. It's free. And that is it y'all. See you on the next one.